Hello out there. Uh, this is Julia Sotis on Wednesday, December 2nd, or 3rd, actually, on a totally different reality. And I am here in Brandon. Uh, actually, I'm curled up in my bed. I know that radio shows, you're supposed to imagine the person in like some large studio with some big, you know, old fashioned microphone by their mouth. But I'm on my computer in my bed right now. <laughs> and it's very cold outside and I have my hot chocolate beside me. So this is where I am. And I hope you're good wherever you are. Um, today on the show, I have Juna Gooder. And I'm really, really looking forward to talking to her. We're going to be talking about... Um, her sexuality, I guess, but it's not even that. It's just, we're talking about making big choices and, and being who you are. And I think that a really good example of this is Juna's story. Um, she came out of the closet or chose her sexuality when she was 43 years old. And it's just an awesome story. Yesterday, her and I were talking on Facebook as I was writing the description for this, this um, show. And she was telling me these hysterical, heartwarming <laughs> stories and some other stories that are like, wow, like how the hell did you get through that? So I'm really, really excited to have this conversation today. So thanks for being on today, Juna. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's, you know, I was getting a, like a little bit of butterflies thinking this is like kind of like the first time I've ever really told my story um, in public. Yeah. So that's kind of new and it's been like quite a, quite a few years. Yeah, yeah. No, it's one that I, I really, really, it's one that I, I really wanted to hear. So I'm, I'm glad that, that you're here with us. It's going to be fun. So um, where should we start? Maybe you could just start by telling us, um, like, who you are and how you found access and, you know, like, sure. you know, where you facilitated and what you facilitate and stuff like that. Just a yeah. bit of background on who you sure. are. Yeah, so I've been um, using the tools of Access Consciousness for about six years and facilitating classes in like Bars Foundation Level 1 and the three-day body class for a few years. And um, yeah, both actually Sabina and I found um, Access together through a friend of ours and we were at a, a dance party that we were hosting and we saw a bright, shiny person and we said, hey, I want that. I want what she's having, and, and that was a bars class. So that's how it all started about six years ago. And um, ever since then, yeah, I've been using the tools a lot. And then before that, um, Sabine and I had started our own business called Synergy in Motion, and it was really using the tools of consciousness as well. Um, and we got together. How we met was um, I was a dance teacher, and she was my student. And so we already started. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I. um, So we were already started our relationship by breaking all the rules. Um, Right. Teacher student thing. So, and I didn't notice her at first. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Took a few. (laughs) I took a few classes, and one one day we were um, kind of chatting after class, and. and she says, yeah, you know, um, London, the town that we're in is kind of boring, and, you know, I want to meet some really cool people. And I said, oh, I know all kinds of cool people. Come on over to my cottage. We're going to have this big um, bonfire and camping day, and, you know, everybody's invited, and come on over, and, um, you know, you can meet all my friends, and they're really great. And she said, sure. And she said, can I bring my partner? And I said, your business partner? And that was me back <laughs> 
I had was so I had no gaydar or anything, and I said, she said, no, I'm gay, and I said, well, bring her along, and so she did, and um, she and her partner came to um, our cottage. My husband and I, we've been together like 22 years, and all our friends, and just had a great time, and. Um, kind of at the end of the night, there's this bonfire going on, and, you know, Sabina and I are having this long, animated conversation. Everybody else is kind of, you know, waiting to go home, and <laughs> and we're just hitting it off. So that's that's kind of how it started. We started out as just being good friends and um, playing together and creating together. She was a life coach, and I was a dancer, and we were both, I was looking for someone who could put meat on the bones of what I was teaching with with women and groups, and she was looking for a movement person to incorporate with what she was doing. So we kind of got together and were planning workshops and stuff like that. Well, that's really neat. So then how did it progress into a relationship? Um, Well, yeah, we, we just kept on... Um, we were doing these workshops, and you know, I was thinking, you know, Access talks about creation points, and immediately we were we met really based on creation points because we said, oh, I want I want what you have, she wants what I have, and let's create together. So we were meeting and talking about, you know, what's what is life coaching? What is the dance that I do? How can we bring this together? And so kind of the first time we met to create a workshop, we met, we had like two hours, we created a flyer, we created a name, we had colors, we had a poster, and we like created a class and 30 people came. And it was Holy just like shit. boom, boom, boom. And that was, that was the beginning of our creation. And it was always just fun, fun, fun. And yeah, that's, that's kind of how it started. And then, yeah, we were both, in relationships at the time and so we were like I I was kind of clueless and I can back up a little bit (laughs) because like I was telling you last night you know six months before or a year before I would have said that you know gay sex is wrong it's bad it's not natural because that was just something that I kind of parroted from my upbringing um, my Christian upbringing and all of that, and I had never really examined it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like it was like a few months before I met Sabina, I, it, it was all something was already shifting in me, and I was I was oh I was talking to a friend of mine always about my dad, and I said, you know what? I think my dad's gay. And talk about this is this is a really great example of projection. <laughs> I think my dad's gay because you know he's decorated our house all these years. He's, you know, here's all the signs and all the clues. But I don't think he knows it. And then my friend was just like one day she just said, just shut up talking about this. You know, like why are you obsessing about this? And then I'm like, I have no idea. And you know, months went on, months went on. And then another piece of the story, which is really funny, and it's got multiple pieces. Am I talking too much, or is this good? This is exact. I'm thrilled. Continue. Please, don't ever stop. (laughs) So 
So what I did, um, this other friend of mine, just like another straight woman who's married, um, she and I thought, okay, we're going to go to the Michigan Women's Music Festival. And I don't know if you've heard about that, but it's this big festival. Like thousands of women go, and it's like this huge open cornfield, and then there's they, they create this camping event, and there's all these amazing, amazing musicians from all over the world and the States, and they come together, and it's just amazing. So you're camping oh. out in this cornfield and these hills and stuff with all these women. And I Do thought, yeah, I want... What's that? Do men come to it? No, not really. Like children oh, can okay. come. Um, and it's just, it's all for women, the Michigan Women's Music Festival. And before I went, um, another friend, she said, she warned me. She says, you know that most of the women there, they're all gay. And I said, well, who cares? I'm, I'm just, I'm going for the music. I want to hear the music. And my friend and I, we got in the car and it's like this eight hour trip and, or we set up, we got there really late, it's dark, and I see, you know, all these different kind of women, and they're, some are naked, and some have mustaches, and some are, you know, just, you get all shapes and sizes of all these women everywhere, and we're setting up this camp, and it's dark, and, and you know, it goes on, and, and then we have work duty that we have to do, and I had this work duty, and then I saw this other woman from my hometown, and she's like, what are you doing here? When I was on this work duty thing the next day, and I said, well, I'm here for the music. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the biggest joke. Yeah, I'm here for the music. And I was just, I got like really uptight and nervous. And I'm like, oh, maybe she thinks I'm gay. And, and she says, well, you know, straight women come here too. And I'm like, yeah, I know, like straight women come here. And you know, so that was that, and, you know, we did different things. We heard amazing musicians, and we did our stuff, and I was just, like, blown away. And then we're, we're camping on this, like, vagina trail is the name of <laughs> this Right, you said, trail. remind me to tell you about the panic attack in the <laughs> vagina forest. So it's on my notes, panic attack, vagina forest. <laughs> yes, so, so this is, like, you know, the second day. We planned to be there like four or five days. And I'm there. It's like a day and a half. And I I start freaking out. My my friend, who's she's off on her work duty somewhere. I can't find her. I'm laying in this hammock by our campsite, and I start to freak out in the woods. I mean, how much oxygen is in the woods? I can't breathe. I And I wouldn't have even known it was, a, I didn't know what a panic attack was, but all I knew is I can't breathe and I have to get out of here. I have to leave. I can't, I did not know what it was. So I basically am running around trying to find her. I write her a note. It's in the rain. It's all blurry in the rain. I get in my car and I leave her. And she doesn't know anybody. And she has to find a ride back. Eight hour drive. You know, we were the, uh, anyways. So I left my friend in the dust. I didn't even really tell her. I wrote her this note that was like all melted in the rain. And from, you know, I was just gone. And I, I just drove home and I was freaking out, like not being able to breathe. But as soon as I got out of there, I was like, okay, now I can breathe. So, wow. and I didn't even really examine it. I was just like, I have to get the hell out of this place. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. So, and then <laughs> that was fear, <laughs> excitement. <laughs> and then, you know, and then it's like you know, meeting meeting up with Sabine again to work on our workshop or whatever else we're planning. And you know, I don't have the timeline of all the things, but um, as time went on, um, I just, the other the other memory that I have was. You know, we're working on this stuff, and then I'm, I just look at her, and I'm like, is there, like, something sexual going on between us? Like, is there, is that sexual? And then she just, like, tries to hold back her laughter and tries to hold back her, you know, and she's like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I think it's a sexual feeling. <laughs> I think I'm feeling something sexual, and I'm just really, I don't know what to do with it. And she's... She was so cool. She was so not making any moves on me at all. She knew that, like, she she knew she was gay, like, her whole life. And she knew that I was just, like, wh- whoever I was. You know, I was a married straight woman. And so she was just kind of watching me the whole time, being very respectful. And um, so if anything had to change, it really kind of had to come from me. So um, just... My relationship with my husband at the time, it was like things were changing with us, and we had raised our kids. They were growing up, and we were kind of thinking, I think we're kind of done with our relationship, and there was um, different things going on, and it was really a time for me to explore. So he was going away one weekend, and I said, you know what? I'm going to invite Sabina to our cottage, and I'm just going to... Um, see if we like each other in that way. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and I'm you like, said that's your okay. husband? Yeah. yeah. That is pretty awesome. And, and you know, I said, I'm, I think I really like her, but I have no idea. And so that's kind of, that's kind of how it happened. I took the first move and I, um, I was like, okay, I've got to start something because, Otherwise, this is just in my head all the time, driving me crazy. So I kissed her. And I was hoping I wouldn't like it, but I did. Wow. And it was just like sitting there like, oh, my God, oh, shit, I really enjoyed this. And then, and then I was like hoping that it was a phase. And so I didn't see her for a, a while, and then I'm like, I came back. And I said, you know what? It's just a phase. I, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, that you have to do. And I did it, and I think, you know, I really, really like you, but I just, you know, there's nothing there. And then I basically kind of mauled her. <laughs> um, and and that and that was that was bad. And. I don't know that it was just like me taking the plunge and um I mean I didn't know the tools of access consciousness at the time um and they probably would have really helped me with <laughs> going through you know my family's judgments of me and my own judgments of me as I went through that whole thing so mm, that's ah, take a breather sorry <laughs> Holy, that's a, that is an amazing story. So, so um, what was I going to say? There was one detail I just had to know. What was it? So, what did your when you came home and and you said like to your husband like yeah um like I I really like this 
this girl? Yeah. Like, like what, what was his reaction? Yeah, like, so, like, he came back from, you know, being away, and I came back, and, you know, he said, I really want to, I think I really want to be with you. And I'm like, okay, um, I, think I'm, I think I'm in love with Sabina, and I need to be with her. And, um, and he, was, he was like, okay. And it, yeah, just so when it happened to coincide with my birthday. And um, we had birthday celebrations all planned, and we had those, and we actually enjoyed it, me and my husband. And then it was just like a matter of, okay, how do we, how do we change this? Like how do we um, kind of dissolve this relationship or change it? And then how do I be with Sabina? And I said, I have no clue. I'm just, I'm ta- all I can do is take it day by day. And what I know is I just want to be with her. I like her. I, you know, I didn't know if I loved her, but I really like her and I want to be with her. And he's like, okay, you know, that's super clear. And then he kind of, he went off for like a month and then Sabina kind of stayed at my house. I was in Costa Rica because <laughs> I, I had to do a, I was leading like a dance and yoga retreat with another friend that was already planned kind of during this time. And I said, Sabina, I said, can you just take all my stuff out of my house that I've been in for like 20 years? And just take what you think I need, and then we found an apartment together, and we moved in. So when I got back from my Costa Rica retreat, um, she had moved my stuff into this little apartment that we got, and that was it. I didn't live in the house that I... So I was gone for a week in Costa Rica, came back to a, like a totally new life. I'm not in the house that I you know, lived in and raised my kids for like 20 years. And wow. Like, boom, there we were. And really, I had no idea, no clue what what was going to happen or what, but I just knew I was following my heart and what I, what I knew. Pretty incredible that you could just, like, it doesn't seem like you really had much, and I, maybe it was different at the time, but it, there wasn't much hesitation. Like, you just knew what you were looking for, and you went and yeah. you did it. And, I mean, it's funny because I, you know, I I look back to and um, for like 10 years before I even met Sabina, I had been asking for, it was, I've been asking for like a partner because I always envisioned that I would be doing this consciousness work with somebody and it would just really sing and hum and it would just be awesome. And I had been asking for that for 10 years and I had no idea I thought it would be with my husband, but that never really worked. Um, and then, and then I met her, and I thought, it, yeah, I had no idea the romance and the sexualness and all of that would be a part of it. So that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and, and you know, like this whole coming out, like it wasn't a matter of just, oh, I'm straight and now I'm gay or whatever like it definitely was this process like I said like I was starting to obsess about my dad oh I think my dad's gay but he doesn't know it and then like going to this women's music festival and then you know I remember walking in the woods or just walking anywhere probably the first two three years that we were together walking anywhere in public 
you know, we'd be walking holding hands or, you know, you just want to kiss or something, but then I couldn't. It's like I had to drop my handhold whenever somebody came by. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be seen like that. And I remember one time it was super, super funny. We were walking in the woods. This was, I don't know, it, it was yeah, kind of in the fall or something or the winter and walking in the woods, and I'm, we're holding hands, and, you know, I keep listening for every stick that might be breaking that, you know, because we're holding hands, and we're being affectionate, and, oh, my God, I dropped the handhold. And then I dropped the handhold because I heard, like, all these people, and it was a group of <laughs> all these women. It was called um, Hikes for Dykes. <laughs> it was like this <laughs> London community walk. And and the one woman that was at the That's Michigan Women's Festival. That's a freaking coincidence. I know. It was a total, and I was like, my heart was pounding. My hands were sweating. I dropped the handhold, and I looked at them, and then I grabbed her hand, and I'm like, hi, everybody. And it, they were just laughing because she remembered me at that music festival saying, oh, I'm just here for the music. Oh, that was the, the same <laughs> was woman. The was the same it. woman. And, you know, she just looked at me with a surprise. And like, oh, my God. That is awesome. So, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Wow. So I guess now, like, <laughs> that's an amazing story. I am so – thank you so much for sharing that. Like, You're that welcome. is a story. If I've ever heard a story, that's a story. <laughs> wow. Wow. And the fact that you just did it so fast is like yeah everything went super fast yeah like you're just saying these like huge momentous life-changing moments like yeah and then we did this and then we did this I'm like what like that's amazing I know like that whole the whole move like living in this you know the family homestead for like 20 22 years or whatever it was um, and then I'm like, I go away for a week in Costa Rica, lead this retreat, come back, and I'm in this apartment with a woman that, you know, like I'm in relationship with. I, like, I don't even know what, what what's going to happen. Like, what are we doing? I, and this is fun and cool. Wow. So. Unbelievable. And then you were saying that your son was like, Mom, are you are you having sex with that woman? <laughs> Yeah, so so I had two kids. Like um, my son was, I think he was like 25, and my daughter was 20, or I think that's it. Um, and they were, you know, gosh, I always thought, oh, because they're older, they'll they will totally get it. But it was challenging for them. And um, like number one, that um, my husband and I broke up because, and everybody thought, oh, we have a great relationship, and we did. Like, and I'll still say we, you know, we enjoyed each other's company even up until until the end. And it was it was kind of we had a challenging last year, but it was kind of like with our relationship, we just kind of looked at each other and said, "Yeah, I think we're done with this part of our lives together." So it was kind of mutual in that way. Um, I forgot what I was the training Your that son? I was going on. Oh yeah, and then. And so then they had to get used to it, and then my and my parents and all of that. And um, so my son, um, you know, in all of this, because I think my, yeah, we we had we, blah, anyways. So we had to let our kids know. 
And then he, he met me at a restaurant, and he said, like, you know, we need to talk about this. And I'm like, okay. And um, he's like, you know, so you're divorcing dad. And that wasn't the big deal. It was like, who's this woman? He's like, I've been hearing things. And he says, I just need to make sure. And I said, well, what do you need to make sure of? Um, well, that it's not just a friend that you're living with in the same house. And I said, oh, okay. And he's like, I need to know, are you having sex with her? And I'm like, whoa, that's pretty personal. And I was just quiet for a minute. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, really, I have nothing to hide. So, yeah, I am having sex with her. And then I said, why do you need to know? And he says, well, so I know how to talk to my church so that my church can pray for you. Oh. And I was like, oh, wow, because he was in a, this big church and all of that. So um, that was, like, it was kind of like role reversal, like, you know, who's the parent and who's the kid <laughs> like, right. kind of thing. Um, and so... Your rebellious and, mother. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And so, like, he had to know all that. And, and, then, and then my daughter, too, it was hard for her as well. But she she kind of came around pretty quickly, and Sabina, my partner, she's really easy to love and like, and um, you know it was um, pretty easy for Danielle to like her. <laughs> she didn't like that she liked her, but then it was like, hmm, I guess she's okay. And um, you know, Danielle was like, you are so different. Like you're not my mom, and you're not. You know, you're not the mom that you used to be, and I thought I was, but obviously, obviously I was changing a lot, and I was different, so kind of unpredictable. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So I guess, like, we, um, like, I'd, I'd love to hear about, like, how you did it. Like, it just seems so natural to you, um, but you know, for other people who are, like, choosing things that are really, really different and really, really big changes, like, like, what would you say, you know, like, there's these days when we're like, wow, this is so different than how I thought my life was going to be, or this is so different than what I had imagined, and it's like, like, it's a huge. Totally, and I mean, I guess part of the thing, too, is um, knowing when it's when your life isn't working the way it is, like it's just not working, and you'll do anything to change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that, like, that was part of it. Is like, no, I'm, I'm. It's just not working for me anymore the way that my life was, and um, yeah, I mean, in in this in this particular instance, and I and I guess. I guess I've had I've had consciousness and I've had the tools of consciousness maybe before I even yeah. knew I had them. Yeah. Um, and I had, you know, because, again, when I was 17, I was pregnant and I lived in a, um, like, a Christian community and there was a lot of pressure to do what they did and I said no to that. So already at a young age, I was strong in myself and I knew what I wanted Um, but even though like I mean it's it's pretty funny like you know think of a 
43-year-old woman, you know, kind of middle-aged, but I didn't really look it, but, <laughs> um, you know, thinking that she's straight and then all of a sudden, it really was, qu- it was pretty quick, like to be so unconscious that that, that would be a possibility for me. Kind of as I look back, I go, whoa, like how, how unconscious and unaware did I have to be to not know that that was a choice for me? Um, right. And but but it just it just never it never occurred to me. It's like until Sabina came along and she was just there and she was awesome and like I was just I think that's maybe who I be is just allowing me to be with whoever is there and like not having a whole lot of um, barriers. So it's like right. you know, who is she? Um, you know, how how much fun can we have together? And, oh, okay, now it's feeling sexual. And I'm like, you know, is this sexual? And, oh, yeah, it's sexual too. Oh, wow, that's different. Um, okay, so what is this? And so probably, like, asking questions through all of it, not even knowing that I was asking questions at the time. Right, right. Um, wow. So yeah, I'm not sure how much ad- advice I have, but <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of funny because it's kind of hard to spell out just who you are, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just incredible, like, and I, I mean, that's pretty, yeah. and it sounds like it's who you were right from. It is who you were right from the beginning. Yeah, but yeah. and I've done stuff like that too. But gosh, listening to that story, I'm like, I don't know if I could have done it. Like that's. And, yeah, and, I mean, it wasn't, like, sometimes it was really, really hard. Like, for me, I guess the hardest thing was the, it was the perceived judgments of other people toward me. And I really, like, I really wanted to hide it for a long time. And I tried to pretend to certain people that, oh, yeah, me and my girlfriend, you know, like, you know, girls will move in together, right? Um, yeah, I divorced my husband, and now I'm just living with a friend. And then, right. like, I would talk like that sometimes, and then, and then that would feel really weird because that wasn't really true. But I felt like I had to kind of be fake like that because I felt so much judgment. I don't know, and if it was my own judgment of me for being like that, and then I thought they were judging me. But as as time went on as, and really learning the tools of access and, you know, receiving other people's judgments, that was so huge for me. Like, oh, I can actually receive them. That gave me so much breathing room so I could actually hold her hand in public and I could actually kiss her in public. Um, you know, when I first was with her and I w- would go to my parents for Christmas or something, we'd sit on the couch and then I remember I kissed her and my mom says, I'm very uncomfortable with this. <laughs> and, you know, my, my mom would say to me, she's like, I'm so glad you have a good friend to help you through this divorce. And I'm like, and she says, and then my mom says, but I don't like the sex part. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, there's nothing really to say to that, mom. I, yep. She's a, she is a really good friend, and yeah, I'm not going to talk about having sex with her with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's 
So, um, and then I'm just going to dive in. I'm just going to ask this. Um, like what, like for you, like being labeled gay is not, it's not, it doesn't define you. It's not who you are. Um, so like, like for you, like what's the distinction? Like, I I just want to like get clear about like where that sits and, and how that works for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was the thing that I was so like angry at the beginning. Like I just, I, for me, I fell in love or I just like, I just totally loved this being of Sabina. I just like loved her. And then I'm like, okay, she's a woman, like big deal. Do you know what I mean? And then, oh, you're, you're straight all these years and have you, you know, have you always been gay and then never come out or like people want to know like, what is that? And it's like, well, I, I can love like love and sexual love, like lots of people, like women, men, you know, Oh, now does that mean you're bi? And I'm like, well, it could be if you want to label me that way. Um, and I guess, like, a funny story that I was saying to you, I think, was when we were at a psychic expo um, doing doing bars yeah. with people. And this, this is a man, good one, everybody. He, yeah, he just kept kind of hitting on me the whole weekend and kind of flirting with me. And then I just, like, I had it. And I just said, you know what? I think, you know, the way that you're being, I don't think my girlfriend would really like it. And or my partner wouldn't, wouldn't like it. And, he, and he's like, what? And I said, yeah, the, she's, she's my girlfriend. She's, she's, and he just turned beet red, and he was like, whoa, I didn't realize you were, and he, I think he used the word homosexual. <laughs> like, whoa, I, um, I'm not homosexual. I'm not bisexual. I'm just sexual. And that just, he just basically turned beet red and walked away, and I didn't have to talk to him the rest of the time. So, I mean, <laughs> that's that's how I feel about labels. It's like, you know, and and I just wonder about so many people. Like, if they didn't have all the judgments and all the labels, I think we're a lot of us are a lot more like fluid in who we could be with. Right, and it it is like now that when you say it like that, like it's taking this huge, amazing caring and wonder and love for this person and yeah. putting it into this disgusting little box somehow. Yeah, oh, it's like I'm not, I'm gay now and then now I now I can't be with men or I'm now I you know I'm bisexual because I was straight and now I'm gay like all of that is just it's such a limitation and it's really it's I don't know, it's just damaging it doesn't do anything it's it's for the people who don't know who don't know where to put you <laughs> right and and that's actually kind of cool it's it's kind of cool to be that person that people don't know where to like well who are you like what what do you mean you with you could be with women you could be with men you were married now you're not like what like who are you and I think that's what my kids were going through like who are you mom <laughs> you're not right. the mom that I knew um, right and mom yeah, so, mom like mom is the ultimate stability point yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and I was just so not being that 
<laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, so that's that's how I feel about labels. And, you know, I think I said it really well to that guy. I said, yeah, I'm not. Um, and I think I made a joke. Like, I've made the joke before, like, I'm trisexual. I'll try anything at least once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, that's a good one. It's like we're all sexual, sensual beings. And how it plays out is really nobody's business other than what you choose. Exactly. So. Oh, really. And, um, in, oh. Well, yeah, just one other thing, too, about, like, you know, being being out and like something that Sabina showed me and I've learned through the years with her is like if we don't hold hands in public or, you know, just be us and if we have to hide it, then, you know, the young people and the kids and everybody out in society doesn't get that it's it's like this natural, normal thing. Do you know what I right. mean? So it's like it's, it's easier and easier for me to hold hands and to be affectionate in public. And every time I do that, and like we, you know, if we are walking in the woods holding hands and then people who walk by, you know, they'll smile, they'll catch our eye. And that is cool. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm actually, like we're actually creating change here because, yeah. you know, you never know who's going to walk by. Yeah. And what you're just, subtly kind of creating in the world right that's that's a really good way to put it it's subtle it's just you being you yeah little by little but if if everybody who's um different has to hide their difference then all the people out there who think they're different (laughs) they have to hide their difference hide it too yeah and what if we could all just be the difference and just be out about it and you know i think that like the whole pride movement you know was like that but even that is changing so dynamically because so many people are out and it's okay like it's so different now than it was 20 years ago 30 years ago 50 years ago right yeah absolutely um no yeah it's just it's kind of it goes along with what well i mean it is it's all the same thing of like what we say in access though like you be you and you will change the world. Like you, you went for who you knew you were and maybe some, you know, you know, 15 year old boys, like, you know, like who's thinking about those things. Like you've changed his life forever. Yeah, exactly. You being you and choosing to do what you want to do with your life. Yeah. And it, and it can spill over into, you know, whether you're, gay and holding hands or if you're I don't know like whatever other differences that you are that are you know be out and loud and proud and just be you with no apologies and no explanations I always thought I had to explain something you know explain myself totally (laughs) people like oh yeah I was this but then I changed because I'm so in love with her blah 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 and now it's just like you know it's it's none of your it's none of your business, really. And if you want to get to know me, if you want to get to know her, um, you know, by all means, ask a question. Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Really neat. Um, well, huh. Where do we go from there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, wow. What else do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so cool. Um, I don't even know what to ask. Um, um, hmm. Do you have any particular stories or, or there's a lot of really cool stories. Um, so, so where are things now? Like, like how, like things progress. Like we talked about sort of the start and stuff and, you know, I see you two out and about and you are very comfortable in who you are and you've built an amazing business. And, um, I mean, and I mean, that was the other thing too, is like, oh my God, like knowing, kind of, kind of knowing what I was getting into and kind of not like, wow, I'm, I'm really making a choice for something really different here. Like being, being lovers with someone running a business with someone like full time it's that's a lot like you know it's one thing to be lovers with someone and then you know have a separate job and say see you honey you know I'll see you at the end of the day or whatever right but we're together a lot and a lot of people I don't think can can really handle that or or be that or that wouldn't be fun for them that wouldn't be what they choose um right and we just, like, again, from the get-go, we just happen to really like hanging out. And, yeah, we hang out a lot. And, I mean, and there's times, too, like, she's in her office, I'm in my office, and we do see each other at the end of the day. But there's, yeah, we we see each other a lot. And then we'll, even though, like, we're in the same house, we're like, oh, I didn't really even get to be with you today. Like, oh, what's going on in your world and what's going on in your world? And, um, that's really cool. So, and I always say, oh man, I wish I wouldn't like you so much. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's disgusting. It's just, I mean, I try not to like her. No. <laughs> and I just like her and I, it's fun, fun being together. And, you know, we have generative conversations and, um, I mean, they're in the last, in the last couple of years, we've kind of, in our business, we kind of um, branched off a bit. She's doing one kind of work, and then I've been doing a different kind. We've similar work, but we're kind of branching off. And I felt like I had to really find myself and who who I am and how I facilitate classes because we facilitated a lot of access classes together. And um, Sabina had been doing it like a lot longer than I have and I had kind of an inferiority complex at the beginning thinking oh my gosh she's so good and I don't th- I don't think I'm that great and I I just I felt like I had to grow some legs and just really get you know what facilitating is for me so I went off and you know facilitated bar foundation level 1 on my own and then studied the you know did the body process body body classes and so now, after those two years of kind of going different ways, but in the same business, we're coming back together and like just really creating some different classes. Mm-hmm. So there's always, I think, you know, when the creation points and the connection points, stability points and all that came out in Access, I just, I got a big aha and I thought, ah, that's why our relationship, if you want to call it a relationship, and I, I even have a thing about that word, is like, uh, I, don't, I don't want to call it a relationship, but it's whatever we have is based in creation points. 
and when it works and when it's flowing and it's like singing, it's it's like that dynamic time when we first created. It took, you know, two hours. We created that brochure. We just, and, you know, everybody wanted to come to what we had to offer. So, like, how, how cool is that? Like, people people love being with us and, like, learning learning with us and, it's and we like being together creating this stuff. Yeah. And then it's still talking potting it all. What's that? Right. It's amazing to see what the two of you cuz I see the ripples. Like I know the people who found access because of you and chat with them and and it's just really neat to to see the ripples and know those people and see how Toronto and London and all of that has completely expanded and mm-hmm. and then to see where it came from. Like to to like you choosing you and choosing to move out of your house and and create this amazing business and and just all of these things. It's so fun to like look kind of backwards and see how everything came together and the choices yeah. that you made. It like helps me with like look at the choices that I'm making and what's possible yeah. and what I'd like to see and what I have. It's really neat. That's really cool. Cool and so. yeah, it's. You know, and there's, you know, people are always like, oh, what's the secret to your success and to your relationship and all of that? And, uh, you know, I don't know that I have anything other than, um, I mean, yeah, the tools of access are great in terms of um, destroying and uncreating our relationship and our business every night. Um, but it's like when you just, when you like somebody and it's just, you know, that's pretty cool and it's easy yeah. and it's like... It's not hard. It's not difficult. And, you know, I'll, sometimes on my bad days I'll make it difficult because I want to have a challenge. You know, it's cute but not so bright. And then, and then I get over myself and it's like, you know what, it, it is really easy and it's really fun and how can we have more fun? What else can we create? Who else can we add? What else can we add to our lives? Um, and... The other thing that we both really love is animals, and we asked the question a few years ago, what else can we add to our lives and to our business? And we got, we got a couple of dogs, we have a cat, and they're totally major contributors to our lives too. So <laughs> that's fun. That is fun. I'm getting a cat. My, this is actually really funny because I have a lady I co-facilitate access classes with um, as well here in Brandon, and um, we're getting a cat together on on Saturday. It's going to be at her house part time, and my house the other part of the time. So, <laughs> I'm really excited. So, oh, we'll that's continue. cute. Yeah, yeah. So, huh. wow. And I think that the thing is, like, you just let it be easy. Like, you're not interested. You, like, I like the way that you keep saying, I like her. Like, you like her. Like, you like <laughs> your life. It's not hard. You just, you, you chose what you like. And it might have not been easy at all times to choose what you like, but you know what you would like yeah. to have and you go for it. So that's just, that's actually incredibly rare. <laughs> <laughs> and incredibly simple. And it, it is, it is simple and yeah, I, you know, and I, I like, did, did we just, you know, find each other? Like how, like, how did that all happen? And I could get lost in that, but it's like, you know, she's here now, I'm here now. Cool. What, 
what else can we play with? What else can we do? And it, you know, we, we both say this is our celebration round. Like we've probably had lots and lots of lifetimes of, um, you know, struggle and all kinds of weird stuff. And it's like we found each other again and we're like so happy. <laughs> it's like, I oh, found you. Cool. <laughs> um, celebration round. Yeah, it's a celebration round, and it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be challenging. And, you know, and the thing, the other thing is I always thought, oh, people are going to be, you know, they're so judgmental of me, you know, for being gay and living with a woman and all that. You know, that might have lasted maybe a year, if that. You know, we become old news just like that. Um the big news, like, oh, did you hear so-and-so broke up and so-and-so's gay now? Like, does that last long in your universe? Right. You know, because you get on living, and it's it's not about that. I, I was thinking, oh, people are thinking that about me all the time. They're not. They're not thinking about you at all. And I'm like, well, if they're not thinking about me and they're not judging me, um, and I'm just thinking that they're judging me and I'm perceiving that the judgment, like, whose judgment is that anyways? And... I don't really even care anymore because it's too boring and I'm just going to be living my life. Right. So. That is so funny. We do sit around, like, just walk around. The, like, I just, you know, you walk around the house. Actually, it's gotten better for me, but you walk, like, I've walked around the house and been like, oh, my gosh, like, people don't like me. Everybody's thinking about me. What's going on? And it's like, really, Julia? Like, they do don't. people really care? <laughs> like. They're walking around thinking the same thing about themselves and everybody else. Yeah, or if you th- if you made a big you know mistake somewhere, like I don't know, you wrote something on Facebook, or you you know did something stupid at a bar, and you think, oh my God, I could never go there again. Well, they they might talk about it, and then they're going to forget it, and they're going to talk about something somebody else next. Right. <laughs> and who cares? <laughs> Yeah. It's probably the most interesting conversation they've had in their lives for a while. I'm sure we're all very capable of creating those kind of conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so neat. Yeah. um, What was I going to say? I had some sort of seed of thought that flew away. But, Mm -hmm. wow. Oh, I know what I was going to say. It's just like... The, and the less point of view that you have, like the less point of view that you have about it, there's nothing even for people really to, to that's go so off That's so true. That's a really, that's an amazing point. And I think, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of, all, it was like my fear and my unknown. It was, I was like projecting it, that onto other people. Yeah. And it wasn't even really real. It was all like in my head. I mean, yeah. some of it was real, some of, you know, but people didn't hate me. There were a lot of people, and a lot of people were like, well, good for you, and I'm I'm happy that you're happy. Like, a right. lot of people were, I'm happy that you're happy. Right. And, yeah. you know, that that surprised me, too. It's like, oh, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't know that they would be a person that would think that of me. Um, yeah. That is neat. It's really neat to, to see people's like when you choose something really I don't know it's not even that different but it's perceived in this world as yeah. really different like it's really neat to, to see who your friends are and to see 
where people sit in your life. It's kind of fun, actually. Gary was talking about that. Like, he loves to test people and see see what they're going to choose in certain circumstances. Kind of interesting. But, yeah. Um, I, was, I was just going to say, too, like with my mom and dad, so they're like, you know, that whole generation older than me. Um, and that was like a surprise for them. And what was really, really cool is, like it was around, it was a Christmas visit that my mom and dad were over and my dad took me and Sabina aside and he said, you know, I really struggled with this, you know, you're being gay, um, but you know what, I want you to know that I've asked a lot of questions and I've come to a realization and a, you know, I'm solid in being able to say to you that it's okay it really is okay to be gay. <laughs> you know, wow. he, he was like 79 years old. Wow. 78 years old. And, you know, just thinking that it was wrong and bad, like from the church's point of view. Right. And, and weren't you from um, a pretty religious family? Yeah, very Christian, very, you know, like Bible-believing and all of that. And so that it was bad. It was considered sinful. So, like, when I came out, that was hard for my parents like what I said with my mom she was she's like I'm so glad you have a good friend but I don't like the sex part um that was my mom and my dad was just like you know and again Sabina is pretty charming and my dad he really liked her he could joke with her and everything and um you know and then he pulled us aside and he and then he told uh, told me a story that one of his aunt was a gay was gay and so he told us the story and it's like oh you know it never um you know it never really came out but this i you know i want to tell you that (laughs) i'm like okay (laughs) and um so that was really neat and then after that christmas like a few months later then my dad passed away that was just a few years ago but it was so cool i'm so glad that he could meet sabina and that he he came to that sense of peace for himself and he right. could say, yes, I, I actually, you know, I don't really agree with it, but it's okay. Gay is okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was, that was really big for him to say that. So That is really amazing, like for, for someone of that generation especially. Yeah. Oh, Gosh, that was a fast hour. We're all out of time. <laughs> Wow. I I hope it's helpful to whoever is listening and, um, you know, just, I just want to say like, be, you know, be you, go for your dreams. Um, If if you think, if you're not doing something because people are judging you, it's, they're probably not judging you the way that you think they are. And it probably doesn't belong to you. So just pack and pot it away. Mm. Be Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so oh, also, I wanted to just ask, I like to hear about the the projects and, and classes um, that the, the radio guests are facilitating. So um, sure. so what's what's coming up in your world? Um, so we're doing um, I'm doing some body process classes here in London, Ontario, where I live in the month of December, and then doing 
Inspires Foundation Level 1 at the end of December early year. So it's kind of fun. We're doing, um, we call it beat, beat Them to the Bar on the 31st. So we're doing bars on the 31st <laughs> so you can just clear all your crap on the last day of the year and then start the new year with a strong foundation and Level 1. And hey, then, um, cool. and then you come um, up with that, yeah, all by myself. <laughs> so we're working. Yeah, we're just actually we're writing a uh, little newsletter right now. And then, um, yeah, three day body class in Saskatoon. Oh wow! Um, coming out. I'm going to be doing bar there in in March, I believe. So you'll have to keep me posted. What's that in March? I'm going to be doing bars in Saskatoon in March. So I'm excited about the energy in Saskatoon. So it's cool to hear that you're doing a body class there. Yeah, so body class there. And um, I'm going to Italy in June for another three-day body class. And uh, there's lots of stuff coming up. Um, And I'm working on writing. So there might be a book coming up. Who knows? Awesome. (laughs) Can we ask? Can I dare ask what kind of book? Um, no, it's actually a chapter in a book, um, and then I do want to write a book because yeah. I, have, I have some stories to tell. Oh, I can imagine. This was probably just one, probably just yeah. the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much for, for, for telling that story. I'm I'm. It was just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just find it really neat because it's so, I don't know, I just feel like you did so easily something that is so difficult and it just shows me and I'm sure a lot of listeners that like, you know, things may not appear as what they are and if you just, if you go for what you, I, I like how you said like, if you go for what you like in life, then, yeah. you know, it's really neat. Mm-hmm. So, Cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, too. Thanks for inviting me. It was fun. Awesome. It wasn't, thanks it everybody. wasn't so scary. <laughs> That's good. Um, and thanks to everybody listening and tuning in. And uh, next week on the show, uh, we will be having uh, Miss Lisen from Sweden, but she's usually all over the world, so I'm not sure we'll work, we'll, where we will catch her. Uh, next week, but that's uh, Wednesday, December 10th at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And actually, we haven't picked a topic yet, Lisa and I, so it will be announced on Facebook uh, a couple of days before. So awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again, Juno, so much for, for coming on and, and being the inspiration that you are. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye.